Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline. We're joined by ABC News Entertainment Correspondent Jason Nathanson. And, uh, you know, last week there were a couple of new things in theaters, very little on streaming, but it seems like that Uno card got pulled out because there's a lot over on the streaming platforms this week. Uh, Jason, where do you want to start? Yeah, there's more stuff on streaming this week than there is in, in theaters, that's for sure. Uh, the One of the biggest things that's out this week is Masters of the Air, this is a, if you remember Band of Brothers and the Pacific, uh, these miniseries on HBO that were about a World War II produced by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. This is the third of those. So I don't know if they're trying to do a trilogy. I don't know if there, there might be more. There's certainly more stories to tell. Uh, but were those focused on the uh, Band of Brothers was an American infantry unit and uh, the Pacific was on the Marine units. This is now about the Air Force, and specifically the 100th bomb group known as the Bloody 100th because so many of them did not make it back. They were shot down, killed, or captured. And you have Austin Butler, Barry Keoghan, Callum Turner starring in this and a huge sprawling ensemble cast uh, in this uh, really harrowing, really intense, because they put you in the planes with these guys. And, you know, one one thing is it's, it's, it's a little tough to understand exactly what's going on because in the planes and you have this huge cast, you don't know who all these people are yet. And they, a lot of them are wearing masks and you're not exactly sure who's talking. And, you know, they, they have the the, uh, the all the, they're all in gear and they all kind of look a little bit the same. Um, so it's it takes a couple episodes to really get into it and know exactly who the characters are and what's going on. Uh, but once you get into it, it's just I think it's really, really well done. Um, it does gloss over some things like towards the end of the series, they introduce the Tuskegee Airmen and then kind of just don't do anything with them, which I thought was uh, kind of a little bit of a downfall for the series. But otherwise, it puts you right in the cockpit with these guys. And one of the reasons it took so long to get this one done, because it's been 13 or so years since the last one, uh, is they wanted to make sure they had the technology right to really portray what it was like to be in the planes with these guys. And, and it really looks fantastic. They spent a lot of money on this. And it shows. And, and and here in Colorado Springs, the home of the U.S. Air Force Academy, I, I'm sure that's almost going to be required viewing for those yep. cadets, you know, and it, because it uh, does show so much of that uh, his history as well as the historical accuracy that's important uh, to uh, these series that Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg collaborate on. All right, let's talk about Sophia uh, Vergara. I, I'm not sure how to say her last name, uh, but she's now uh, starring in something that really is a departure for her. Yeah, yeah, she it's called Griselda. It's on Netflix. It's about Colombian drug kingpin Griselda Blanco, uh, based on a true story set in Miami in the 70s and 80s. All six episodes are, are out now. And uh, yeah, she's been known. Uh, this is the first time she's really led a mini, a dramatic miniseries like this. And they, you know, if you didn't know it was her, you could kind of see her a little bit in there. But there's a lot of prosthetics and stuff going on in her face. They really changed up her look. Um, I saw the first episode of this. It follows a lot of the same beats that we've seen before from Colombian drug kingpin type movies. Uh, the difference here is that there's a woman at the center of it. Um, so, you know, I, I think that that is an interesting 
interesting twist for sure. Uh, but I will, after watching one episode, I'm not sure I'm going to continue or not. Masters of the Air, they gave us all nine episodes. I watched all nine of those. Um, so that's just to tell you the, the, the difference between the two series. And we have a final minute left here. Do you want to recap uh, just uh, any snubs that you thought in the Oscars that you thought were really uh, a problem? Well, I, I don't like the word snub. Uh, I don't think because snub implies that somebody deserves something that they didn't get. Uh, Oscar nominations, any awards nominations are, uh, you know, it's all subjective. So I, I, I don't think anybody deserves now. Should somebody maybe have gotten something and somebody else didn't? Yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean, a lot of people are upset about the Barbie uh, perceived snubs there where Margot Robbie didn't get a nomination for Best Actress and Greta Gerwig didn't get a nomination for Best Director. I think the two of them should have been in that conversation. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, Oppenheimer is going to win just about everything. It wouldn't have won uh, Best Actress because they don't have a, a, a candidate in that race. But for Best Director and Best Picture and, and a lot of the other was, you know, it really doesn't matter. You could say this person should have been in it or this film should have been in there. Oppenheimer's going to win in a lot of these categories. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, I look at films like I told you about last week, Origin from Ava DuVernay. Fantastic film. Uh, Anjanou Ellis-Taylor should have been nominated in uh, for Best Actress, but the film got zero nominations. It should have been nominated for Best Picture, Best Director. It got zero nominations. Uh, Greta Lee from Past Lives should have been nominated for Best Actress, uh, but she didn't get in there. A lot of things that were really good, didn't get in there. And that's you know, part of the problem is there's only five slots in a lot of those categories. Well, I'm so excited because I got my Cinemark pass. And that means I get to see all of the nominees in the major categories, I guess. Um, so that's going to be how I'm going to spend the first week of March doing that. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Jason Nathanson. Always a pleasure to talk to you. All right. Take care.